All right, you want to do the song or what? No such thing as art. Hey, did you guys see the first uh, like interactivity we got on our Facebook page earlier today? Yes, I did. Yeah, <laughs> I laughed. I had a yeah. laugh. I was yep. like, I didn't see it. What, what I was happened? like, oh, you 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 understand so little. Yeah, it was. Um, uh, someone made the comment that it was. Uh, it was graffiti or something. That there, was, you know the hands on our Facebook page? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he said, that's not art, that's vandalism. And I just laughed at him. I'm like, I don't even have time for you. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to respond, but I was like, no, there's no use for response. Yeah. Honestly, for this, because this person is just, I don't know. Yeah, right. He's not even He's not even in this area, I guarantee Yeah, you. no. And that, that came He's probably from like Albuquerque. Yeah, it was. It was stupid. actually someone <laughs> from out of state. I'm trying to think where the hell they live, but it wasn't anybody from around here. Well, well, since when isn't vandalism or graffiti art? I don't know. So what's new, Ross? What have you been up to? I have been um, jumping back into the comedy thing after moving. Yeah? Uh, How's it going? The mics and stuff. Not bad. Um, got some shows going on. This show will already have happened, but I'm excited for it because I get to do a uh, show with Rena Calm. She's a female comedian that's uh, from Chicago initially, and I think she just lives out of her car now and is traveling comedian. Oh, that's really awesome. funny. Yeah, she's doing it. Like she's definitely uh, very active on social media and stuff too. And um, do you think her car smells, or do you think it smells like a girl? Uh, it probably smells real nice. Actually, I don't know. Like she's very. Surprised. You think Sean's van smells nice? Ah, uh, no, no, that's the thing. That uh, it, comparative to Sean's van, yes. You don't have to outrun the bear though with that one. Sean's I ain't outrunning nothing. That's what, Sean's van just smells like smelly feet and used underwear. Into poop. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Uh, how many people are doing the show with you? Um, it'll be. Uh, four of us total. Nice. Yeah. Are you riding down there with anybody from here? Yes. Yep. Uh, Chuck Charles. He goes by Chuck Chuck. Yep. Chuck Chuck. Chuck Chuck. Chuck Charles uh, is on the radio. He does DJing every now and again. I'd like to have him on for a future one. Now that's an art. One. Now that's an art. <laughs> Getting on the radio like that. <laughs> Hitting him with the hot stacks of wax. Yep. But yeah, no, I've just been enjoying it. I really think it's a lot of fun um, getting back into this stuff because uh, recently a friend of mine, Ryan Graham, uh, wrote a little article. And I posted it on my Facebook page. And uh, if you guys can uh, get a chance to read it, it's really amazing. It's about a just a comic's point of view of taking it all too seriously and really realizing how he, as an introvert, just wasn't enjoying what he was doing. Like, he was finding himself more depressed doing it, even though he did find enjoyment at one time. And he went back to the bare roots of it, going to the open mics, hanging out, having fun. Like, the early social interaction that it was for him. And it's just cool to see the different, you know, things coming from an introvert. Because I'm opposite. I'm very much an extrovert. But, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things. Just uh, definitely puts you in another person's shoes. Well, and that's both puts perspective to a it. A big part of it is 
having fun once it stops becoming fun. Yeah. I mean, are you still creating art? Are you still... Well, you want to enjoy what are you doing yourself. It, you know, what are you doing at that exactly. point? Exactly. Are you doing it for fame? And that's kind of what he was going after. Is like, for him, it was like a, ch- a chasing a dragon kind of. Of uh, He was hitting a groove, doing really well here and there. And um, wherever he was getting booked and getting booked a lot more and found himself like, oh, you know, what's the end goal here? A Netflix special, doing that kind of stuff, having your name known. Right, like once you get into it, you know, the after you set your sights on like a high a high goal you know and you start to get more details and more more direction and uh (laughs) good job ross good job ross that's all i want to hear Thank you. Good Bob Ross. <laughs> Good Bob Ross. I like Bob Ross. Bob, he doesn't even own the rights to his own name. Did you, did you watch that uh, documentary? Dead. Yeah. It's insane. It's hard to own shit when you're dead. Well, and that's the thing, though, is like he's got his kid, his family. You know, He like, doesn't own his kid either. No. Well, and it's, yeah, he's got like 50 of them out there. Well, that was kind of one of the things that came out of the special, too, is like he was fucking everybody. Like that's what everybody was doing at that time. Bob Ross was a yeah. player. Yeah, yeah. he was, he was a swinger and shit. Fest. Like that's what it kind of. Yeah, I'm trying to think what the hell the name of it was, but yeah, we don't need to go into that. But yeah, there it's out there. When you look at it. that afro and you just kind of know he was a sex. Yeah, machine. right. <laughs> I heard he didn't even like that towards the end. Like he hated doing it. That was yeah, a perm. We're just gonna put a hard little cock right, right there. <laughs> that was a. That's a routine I thought about doing too. Is uh, Bob Ross um, dirty talk. Well, so like as he's having sex, just slap the <laughs> slap the living devil out of it. Just, just, <laughs> it's that, something that never came into fruition, but it was an idea I always had that I thought would be fun. I guarantee I, you, I'm gonna hear that in my head when I'm trying to go to sleep at <laughs> two in the morning. You should, like, you should definitely not hear Ross's voice. Yeah, especially right, when it, you're trying to do stuff. I hope it does. Every time you're trying to do things, you're gonna hear so wow, so wow. Hey Ross, what are you drinking? I am drinking Bare Bones Brewery's Amber. It's just called Amber. Where's Bare Bones? Uh, Bare Bones is actually in Oshkosh, and they also have a distillery in uh, Manasha, downtown Manasha, on Main Street. Um, I have trouble keeping them all straight. Yeah, no, and that's there's there's so many. That's what's cool though is there's so many micro brews that are popping up and doing well. Uh, Bare Bones yeah, is, is one is that, nice to see like yeah local business owners doing well yeah thriving and stuff instead of having like I don't know I I think there was a lot that struggled during um the shutdown for COVID but uh, breweries were not one of them because they kept releasing their shit and just yeah a lot of drive through yeah stuff. a lot of drive through cool. and yeah it's I know interesting Lion to see like, did the that too. Of people who are like devout about like micro brews yeah like, i don't know there's like a there's some definitely faithfuls that like stand in long lines and to wait at them um yeah and that's uh you see that with the lion's tail actually yeah, i've driven by there when they've had lines around the around the building this amber actually uh it's a 5.5 percent uh alcohol by volume <laughs> and 26 ibus what is that it, I have no idea. If you're going to be thorough. I have no idea what IBU stands for. Does anybody <laughs> here know what IBU stands for? This is how fancy we are here. 
International beer units. International beer units. There we go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That. yeah that makes that makes, that makes yeah, a lot of sense. No, it's international. It's international. I think the Germans came up with it. So what's your thought on it, Ross? Any uh, opinion, or you just? Um, it, it's got like a very, uh, very smooth, malty oh. taste to it. <laughs> It's a, hold on, hold on. You were guys were close. It's international bitterness units. International bitterness units. Yeah. Okay, because it is a it bitter. Doesn't, it's a little bit bitter. It's bitter. Yeah. yeah. It's a little I bit dry for my style. I mean, I'll drink of it. Of course, more. there's a scale for that. <laughs> yeah. There's probably an app for it, too, honestly. Beer nerds. Beer nerds are really in, I was into their app. beer. I'm trying to think what it was. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, they, devout. They, they are. Um, I worked at Emprise for a little while and watched uh, Craig and Anna. Well, not so much Anna, but Craig's just, he'll tell you, to, you know, the first thing. He's a big beer nerd. And then he'll sit and talk about beer for two hours. Yeah, he can, oh, he'll talk your ear off about yeah. it, but it's, he, he knows his shit. Yeah, I like, I like. Uh, I don't know. I don't even think I could talk about the beer I like for two minutes. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. I'm, it tastes I'm very <laughs> that's, there it is. that's why when I was working there and people would come in and they're like, you know, so tell me about your Dogtown Ale. And I'm like, uh, I, I, I drink Paps. It tastes like that. <laughs> it's stronger than Paps. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, there's some stuff you can compare it to, but sometimes you have stuff that's just not... Just not like anything else. I like these milkshake IPAs that are becoming pretty popular right now. They seem to be, uh, I don't know, you, I see them popping up more. I see a lot more places trying them. It was a juicy IPA yeah, for a while. it seems like uh, the trend, right? Like yeah. It, it, it it's a certain IPAs type of IPA. for a while, and then yep. like, now it's like, the, it, it's kind of like culinary, like, yeah. like, like uh, culinary trends, I guess, restaurant trends, stuff like that. Yep. It just it changes. It sours changes. for a while, people were really going for sours. Ciders, I hate. Yeah. I hate sours. I don't know. There's something about them. They never taste right. Like I just like. There's so many other types of IPAs I enjoy, and I think the but, thing that I don't like about it is that there's a thousand options. Yeah. Like who wants to, it is who wants to really go to a tedious. restaurant and look at a seven page menu <laughs> of beer. <laughs> well, of anything. I mean, yeah. I, and, I, and then I when you narrow it to just beer, like. <laughs> Can I just get a PBR? <laughs> as long as there's descriptions in the menu of what it's going to taste like or something about yeah. it that's going to, like, draw you in. But if it's just a list of them. Like, well, yeah, when you're going to, like, a microbrew, though, you're expecting that. Yeah. But, like, yeah, they have these, like, tap houses and stuff now. Like, even just restaurants are trying a little to, like, jump on that whole train. And, like you say, they'll have, like, a whole list of stuff. But it's all just in a cooler and back. Like, there's places that actually have it all on tap and stuff. I was at, uh, I've, I've done a few comedy shows at tap rooms now, and that's it's fun to do. They're, uh, What's, uh, what, what makes it a tap room? Um, they, they serve all sorts of different types of beer from everywhere. Like, so like they're all micro brews, but like they have, t- they have it tapped. So the micro brews are sending their kegs to this one right, place. Right. So like uh, Green's Poor House, that's a tap okay. house. They have a bunch of like. So they have like more than six taps there. Like, yes, exactly, and it's like it's it's like a taste. You can taste a bunch of different breweries' beers there. So then, what makes 
Uh, something else, a brew pub. <laughs> Good question. I have no idea. All right. <laughs> it out there. Yeah. No, I, I don't. I, Being I classier than yes, Ross. That would, yeah, I would say, like, classier than <laughs> I was got a mullet, so anybody is. Yeah. Really... You know, it doesn't take much to outclass this guy. <laughs> Are you wearing a Raiders jersey on top of it? Yes, it, but it's got my name on it, though. Oh. It was, uh, what the hell was his name now? <laughs> Ross? No, I, I, yeah, no, but uh, Andrew Huff, I'm trying to think what it was, but he played for the Raiders. Oh, cool. Some listener would be like, it wasn't him. That was a good, was a, was a good story, right? Yeah, well, because it was the same last name, my dad. We haven't been on for a while, so I guess you're just getting some of those bangers Some of those, out of yeah, way. just rants out of the way. <laughs> you pointed it out. Yeah, I, I did point a lot, a lot of shit out. Maybe too much. Uh, anyway, so... Should we introduce the other voices in the background? I think so. I think people know so who I am one, and you are. But. And the other one's just me, but I'm, like, covering my mouth and changing my voice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. other Tommy. And then the other one is just Ross, and he he's peeking through a sock. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's weird. That's all. That's all we're doing. It's us and <laughs> us. <laughs> we couldn't actually get anybody to come on the show, so. So we're just interviewing ourselves. Well, we're interviewing other people. But as ourselves. <laughs> Thank Being you. the other people. You just told everybody a secret. Okay. 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 All right. Tell them who they are. Who we got? We should introduce this guy over here, too. I, we should introduce our new sound it's, expert. This is his, his, his first run with us. Our sound engineer. Travis Kwiatkowski. That's that's me. That's the guy over there behind the magical knobs. He's the one computer. taking out all the heavy breathing. Yep. The mouth breathing. Yeah. Which I'm doing a lot of. The illicit lighter flicks and yep. pipe tobacco inhalants. Yep. Yep. That local CBD. Yep, I'm Travis. <laughs> <laughs> and then who's the other fellow? Dean. Hey. We got Dean here. Dean, what's going? your last name? Plouts. Okay, I wasn't sure. It was, it was close. It's like Schultz with a P. All right. So what do you like to do, Dean? Uh, You know, art. All right, nice. Well, welcome to the show. <laughs> now, Dean's a, uh, he's a collector of a lot of cool uh, retro stuff. Uh, he also makes, um, I don't know, what would you call what you do? Uh, Lowbrow S- shit. Scaled models. <laughs> I'd say, but like from scratch, scaled models. Yeah, uh, replica stuff. Okay. Um, a lot of drawing throughout the years. But the uh, models that you make. Yeah, and the the sculptures that you guys dig, the, they look like, you know, little replicas of service stations yeah, okay. from, you know, Americana. All right, cool. The mood change in here. I feel like Barry White should be playing in the background. We all should be talk- talking a little bit deeper. Just a little bit deeper. To Just each a other. little bit deeper. So we... <laughs> All right, so Dean, welcome to the Love Bar with Tommy and Ross. Dean, as a, um, as someone who deals with like a lot of mechanical stuff, it's cool to see like even like the drill press and stuff that you have in these little shops. Oh, yeah. The amount of detail that you put into them. Um, yeah, that's you know, in a way, that seems like prison art. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like, you just got too much time, too much time on your hands, hands yeah. and got this pile of toothpicks here and. Yeah, a couple of matchsticks and a screw. <laughs> so I'm gonna build this. Yeah, I, 
What? what I mean, and it looks mm-hmm. like a drill press. Like <laughs> when you're done with it, it's pretty cool. Like it's uh, all there's a lot of intricate details of these these um you call them sculptures. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of and, be, and because you're you're using a lot of stuff from scratch or using like things around the house like toothpicks yeah, and just stuff shit like that. You find yeah, around, yep. um, well, that's really know, cool. Repurposing stuff or, like that. Uh, cartridge casings. Yeah, you name it. I mean, even like even the uh, like bowling pin that you had that you made the f bomb with. Oh, like, yeah. it's just just to have that that mind frame of looking at something and being like, right. hey, being able to see something else. There's something there. Like, yeah. and I want to I want to bring that out of this, even though it's a bowling pin. Anybody would look at this and be like, oh fuck, it's a bowling pin. You're like, it looks. It's going to become an f bomb. Like that's what it's gonna be, and yeah, uh, right. you put yourself to it, and you did it. You know yeah, what I mean? I think that's kind of what the basics of art are. You yeah, know? just having like a vision in your head. Tommy yeah, and I, I talked a little that. about this this afternoon. Uh, having some kind of vision in your head and being like, okay, I'm the only one that has this vision of this physical thing, and I'm gonna use this medium to create this thing in the physical realm to get as, it as close as, as close can, as I can yeah. to the vision in my head. Yeah. And I don't know about other people, but usually for me, my shit never quite matches up to the vision in my head. You're always kind of compromising with yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It makes you wonder if like Da Vinci was there going, yeah, this, day, yeah, good this, enough. this is pretty <laughs> good, but yeah, wow. I wish it would be better. <laughs> Wish they would have painted her smiling more. <laughs> I guess it's okay. People are going to comment. They're going to say something. <laughs> and you can be it. your own worst critic. That's exactly that. what it is, though. You're your biggest critic. But, and uh, it's a lot of people can look at it. And it's funny because you think, too, like, when, especially coming from the Midwest, you have the Midwest nice. You know what I mean? You hear about that. People are too nice to each other. They don't know how to oh, say. Fuck you, man. You know, that's why I'm not. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm just saying like too. this. Fuck you. So <laughs> anyway. Fuck us all. <laughs> right? So like what I noticed though is like with me, I right away assume people are just being nice. Like they're just saying, oh, that was funny because they're being nice. Like yeah. they don't really actually think it's funny. They're just Which trying Which is kind of a bummer for the people that are being genuine because yeah. it, it lessens their, their, their yep. words, you know. You know, and that's it's nice to have people who can actually like and it hurt, like whenever someone's critical about your work, which I'm sure you've had, like where someone comes in, yeah. you're like, "Oh, who the fuck are you?" Yeah. But in the same breath, it's like, okay, it makes you want to be better. Like it just makes yeah, you. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> it definitely lights a fire under your ass. Yep, and it's good. Like I, I feel like there's definitely people like in my realm of what I do that kind of push me forward with it. And it's always good to have something like that. Yeah, yeah, get challenged, right? Yeah, yeah sure. you're always So we're going to tell you how shitty your work is from now on to really push you. <laughs> experimenting <laughs> with something different to see, if, you know, what results those get you. Yeah. Um, no, and that's the thing. There's so many different, like, outlets that you can use. And I noticed that you kind of utilize all sorts of different outlets to kind of, you know, yeah. use yeah, your artistic skills. Definitely. I mean, oh. Um, so when you're creating these things, these um, sculptures, uh, what where do you start? Like, what do you start with? With, uh, well, you got to have a concept, an idea. You're like, okay, you, I'm gonna make a, a, you know, barrel pump from 1940. And, and so then, that determines go, like your era. Yeah, then I go Google. Okay. And get pictures of whatever I want to make. Yeah. And pretty much you just bait. It's a lot like uh, drawing in that you 
break it down into basic shapes. Okay. Like an air compressor is basically a tall cylinder. Then you always get some sort of flat thing on top with the motor sitting on that. The motor itself is usually some sort of cylinder. So you find a couple of wooden dowels that are different sizes and, you know, just go from there. And then a lot of it is luck, like you're walking along and you look down and, what's this? Oh, shit, this piece of wire looks exactly like a whatever. Well, now I got to build a whatever around this piece of wire. (laughs) Sure, I got you. Suddenly it's a, you know... Milk so that's cool. That's something. cool because it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a go with the flow approach, right? Like yeah, it's if like, something's supposed to be included in it, it'll like find its way in it, or organically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, part of it is just the details too. You know, you gotta. What do you expect to see? Okay, if you're looking at a like Texaco from 1941, just before World War Two, or that era what do you expect to see you're gonna need to see whether it'll be a gas pump there'll be an air pump there'll be you know a toolbox there'll be this and that sure and your mind just you kind of let it go from there and next thing you know you wind up with you know a first aid kit splattered with dry blood yeah right right and it really the details I mean, kind of come yeah. to themselves and then on, on that scale to see the those kind of details I think that's one thing that really makes them stand out as cool as they are. Yeah. It just adds a little visual interest to it. Yeah, right. When you find yourself lost in the piece, like because there is so many like intricate details yeah. that are so small and so like there's so many of there's them. There's definitely like, in, so many like, yeah. things to explore. So you're sitting there like finding yourself lo- lo- like looking at it, like the amount of time I'm sure yeah. to do every little thing like that. You don't think about it until you really like start diving into the piece too. You're like, wow, this this took some like intricate work that <laughs> thanks brought, you COVID. Know, how long yeah, right? how long <laughs> how long would you say it takes on average to create one of those? Oh man. Or at least like to get it from idea to a point where you're like, Yeah, I think that about wraps it up. Well, the one the shop that's sitting on the desk there, that one's pretty much done and uh-huh. that's been God, I think a year. But there's a few months where you didn't. It didn't yeah, I did. It's during dormant, the summer. Right? During the summer, a lot of stuff just yeah, don't sure, really right. touch anything. Yeah, I think I think that happens and pretty then, commonly. Like yeah. like with art too, with drawing, I you know I haven't picked up a pencil now for all, almost a year. Do you miss there it when were, we when you when we talk about it? Uh, it got me thinking about it, actually. I was looking at some of those drawings we had out earlier. Yeah, right. You look back at some of the stuff you did. And I mean, drawing for me is actually the easiest art because you just basically sit on your butt and, you know, it doesn't yeah. take a lot of physical effort. And How I don't have to, like, cut little pieces of wood. Have you always been, like, a really good, really good at drawing? Uh or did you take? Did it no, take like practice and no, focus? No, I'm still kind of waiting to get really good. <laughs> One of these days, man. Uh, pictures of all of his stuff is available too online. So I just if it was always something I did. Yeah, yeah let's check out our homepage. We'll have um, pictures from the interview and everything. What um, what would you say is your favorite medium? Would you say is making the sculptures or or because like you do a lot of model cars. Yeah, I think 
I think right now those are because I've been doing them the last couple of years. And sure. It's kind of new to me, whereas drawing and right, right, and cars you. and painting stuff, um, that's all kind of been going on my whole life. Yeah. Right on. That's awesome. Just like, you know, and it all goes back. I think, in addition to the art artistic bent I already had. I think a lot of it goes back to uh, working in dad's body shop and dad was into shiny paint and making things look cool and sparkly and nice, you know, and um, and that's kind of where I got into like the whole automotive thing. Yeah, right. So, kind of developed your style yeah. of collecting like specific Right, I guess I don't know how to say specific no, like, random things. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically <laughs> random, just old <laughs> shit. It's old yeah, shit. it's very yeah. Era, it's very era and specific though. You'd stuff you'd find in the garage. Yeah, I would say definitely re- retro collectible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love the Frank Sinatra type Rat Pack era. Yeah, but then you got like. Well, you got the car, and then you got some cool bikes, bicycles, you know, and, like, yeah. all the cool old signage and stuff like that, you know, which is, it's all representative of, like, the good old days, you know, like, of, of an America that is yeah, no longer. Type stuff. So your dad raced and stuff, you said, too? Yeah. And that, um, you have models, I know, we got to see, and I'm, we have pictures of those that we'll have up on the uh, website. Um the models of uh, cars that your dad had actually raced and stuff with yeah. pictures of it. So um, is that something, like a large part of your youth, it sounds like, really being around that stuff and kind of influenced yeah. your... Um, he actually sold the race cars by the time I was getting to be about 8 or 10. Okay. And uh, then he drove truck. And oh. so... Spent my Saturdays with a grease gun crawling underneath a Peterbilt. <laughs> God, I hate grease and all shit the, yeah. Day. <laughs> yeah. All the different joints and stuff under but, there. Uh, and eventually he got rid of the trucks and just, he was always into painting cars and fixing yeah. up. He was a greaser, you know. Um, no, that's cool. That and, definitely... I, that's what I do. I, for a living, I'm a millwright, so I do a lot of crawling around and greasing stuff up, and <laughs> it's not fun. <laughs> it's, I mean, it is what it is. It's a good living, actually. I don't mind it that much, but like at the end of the day, there is times I'm glad that I have a work uniform because yeah. I, I am covered I, in grease. I just wrestled pigs. That's what I'm <laughs> usually greasy, too, by the end of the work day. But greasy pigs. Yeah, those pigs. Hey, man, you got to pay the bills. Yep. Everyone yeah. does it somehow. Thing is, is he Tommy hears the screams before he goes to sleep. Never really, never really leaves your head. The screams of what? The pigs. Oh, they don't scream. Oh, <laughs> have the pigs stopped <laughs> screaming, <silent> Clarice? <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah. where do you think? I mean, so you, you think that a lot of your artistic appreciation came from from your dad, your dad, and being in that environment and like his attention to certain details. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of that came from him. Um, mom, you know, she was a mom. She didn't really have artistic outlets. She painted like Christmas houses and stuff. Okay. Um, actually, after dad passed away, she got into well, 
before he passed away, but she got into quilting. And once he was gone, she kind of had time to do that on her own. Sure. And ended up making like quilts that are, dude, they're appraised at like eight, ten thousand dollars for this quilt. I mean, yeah, that's a whole another art form. Maybe you should get some quilters on. We actually had a quilter on. That's what's so funny. She's a textile artist. She wasn't (laughs) limited to just no, but she actually. And it sounds. We had to hear some background. It it sounds kind of funny because we all think of quilting. You know, we think of grandma, but man, they make some amazing shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it was definitely interesting to. To hear her tell of like a the drama within the quilting society, yeah, yeah. but like yeah, like the, <laughs> like the amount of effort sca- and time and escaping each other's material. Yeah, <laughs> well, I just like I don't know. I think it was animosity between some of the older crew with the new people that came in. <laughs> Fucking flat the tires <laughs> on Nana's sewing machine. <laughs> A little bit of jealousy and such. Yeah. Well, Which, you know when you somebody gets a new, rumble when somebody gets a hot new pattern and yeah. it's a limited run, like. You're going to have jealousy right off the bat. Exactly. Oh, dude, do you know there's a quilting term for an amount of material? It's called a fat quarter. Because <laughs> <laughs> my mom was talking about this fat quarter she picked up. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> fat quarter. I, yeah, my mom parties. Not even, <laughs> not even kidding. There's a fat quarter. Well, Those at least you went to the right guy. Yeah. Nobody wants a skinny quarter. Nope. It's, <laughs> it's mom, funny how your ears perk mom, up to certain mom, things that like that. Like, Wait, what? I <laughs> think that means. <laughs> that was funny. So you've been around for a while and like. Yeah, I'm getting old. You've, ex- <laughs> you've explored some pretty cool stuff through uh, through your journey growing up, right? Like you've uh, definitely shared with me some really cool stories of some bands you've seen and in some pretty iconic uh, places and whatnot. You want oh, to talk yeah. about any of those? Sure, I guess. I, What's coolest, your favorite the one? The coolest one was seeing the dead. Oh, uh, I, I saw the, the dead. dead the last time they played Alpine Valley. I th- oh, man, that'd be awesome. I, I want to say it was 89. They played three <laughs> days in a row. Be, I'm sure yeah. some some listener will be like, no, it was whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I got some Jerry Garcia shoes, actually. I just picked up, like, limited print or whatever and it was funny i get them and my girlfriend's like those look like old man shoes <laughs> and then now i can't unsee that they look like old man shoes do they look orthotic it, it's, <laughs> jerry would be proud <laughs> look at that guy's posture I was fucking, you don't think jerry was wearing orthopedic shoes Come on. but no uh it's funny i wasn't even really into the dead um i had a buddy that was a huge deadhead and it was a Friday night. They played for a couple days. And um, I was sitting there at the apartment, and he came over, and he's like, hey, I'm going to Alpine Valley to blah, 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 the dead are playing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you got tickets? And he's like, no, I'm going to buy some love beads and some, you know, patchouli and I don't know, whatever the fucking deadheads are into. Yeah. Acid. <laughs> so uh, uh, we took a ride. He's like, you want to go for a ride? I'm like, yeah, there's nothing happening here. So we got some beer and drove down there. And on the on-ramp or off-ramp as we're sitting there, somebody came up and scalped us some tickets. And he's like, you want to go in? I'm like, well, sure. What the fuck? Uh, again, Might like, as well. I, like I'm, and nowadays they're going, I'm just going, going for, for the, what, like a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, I was like, just going for the ride and, you know, 
whatever. I mean, I was into the dead as much as anybody who smoked weed in the 80s. Yeah, you know? sure. Um, but like I said, this dude was a complete, you know, Jesus shoes and a tie-dye. <laughs> so we went in and, uh, man, I, I can't really talk any more about that. <laughs> but, uh, that was one one experience I'll never remember. <laughs> yeah, I may have one or, one or two of those. I honest, honestly, uh, we can flash forward to the end. I uh, I woke up the next morning in an ice cold tub full of water, <laughs> fully dressed, wearing like knee high moccasins. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and my roommate uh, is standing there taking a leak in the toilet. He's like, "Hey, I had a good time, man." Eh? <laughs> that's that's how it should end. It should, yeah. You gotta feel like you earned it at the end, you know. Oh, yeah, it was something. So one of my favorite stories that you've told me is uh like your graduation night story. Oh yeah, we uh I graduated in eighty seven and uh I don't know what album it was. Floyd had just released an album and they were doing a tour. I wanna in say the cut. Momentary lapse of yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah that's that what it was. Yep. And um, yeah, so had my graduation ceremony. Went to a fancy Italian place with mom, dad, and grandma, and my brother, and all that. And um, <laughs> then afterwards, we went and got in line behind. Uh, uh, it wasn't mainstream records. I think it was Peaches or something. In Milwaukee? And, uh, yeah, down in Milwaukee and um like hung out all night in an alley to get Pink Floyd <laughs> tickets. Hell yeah. That was my graduation night. Partied with a bunch of dudes in an alley. That sounds awesome. Slept on a pizza box. Man, times are a bit different now, huh? Oh yeah, totally different. <laughs> so you were talking about Alpine Valley before. I the one thing I love about that place is just how uh just the layout of it. it naturally is set up for music yeah, there like a bowl yeah and that like i really think that there's been so many like decent concerts that have happened there that i wish i would have gone and seen and now looking back at it is like oh shit you know but yeah. that's definitely what's nice now is like i think a lot of people are getting really appreciative of music being back out there again and you're seeing a lot more people like these concerts have like record amount of people that have been going now. Yeah, dude, the and pictures from Lollapalooza this year was insane. Yeah, yep. It was. I was like six hundred thousand people in one spot in Chicago. Yeah, but does Lollapalooza have a big hill for drunk chicks to slide down in the mud? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't like, know. I'm that's just sure. Alpine Valley, yeah. right? Yeah, there. I was fortunate enough to come back when I was moved away from here. I came back and saw. Rage Against the Machine at Alpine Valley. Ooh, that'd be a good one. And it had rained, like, all day. So it was, <laughs> like, by the time they played the encore, it was just madness. Like, nobody was able to stand up anymore. Everybody's just snowballing into each other and making just this huge muddy mess. <laughs> Big everybody's ball of cars, muddy rage. Everybody's cars were getting stuck afterwards. That's and, what happened at that dead show. It was cool. Like, it was cool to see, like, the... Since the community, you yeah, know, everyone people jump each out, other helping out. each yeah. other, yep. and having fun doing it, you yep, know, like, exactly. 
Like, yeah, you're covered in mud, but... Yeah, 20,000 people are stuck in a cornfield because this dude's Oldsmobile is axle deep in the mud. (laughs) (laughs) One dude. (laughs) But that's actually, that's the only time I've been to Alpine Valley. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw, um, I got to see Pearl Jam there. That would be cool. Yeah, that was a fun show. That's the only show I've been there. And that's the thing is, like, I love, when I went there... And there's been so many times I saw that shows were going to be there, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm definitely going to check out Alpine Valley more. I don't know what they have really going on lately. If there's, I haven't seen anything. I don't advertised know. Last for I heard that it was up for sale. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know what happened the last year. Uh, I don't know if they've had music return. Well, I haven't seen anything advertised for there, so I don't know. Well, see, for me, well, we got someone looking it up right now. For me, growing up down in Milwaukee. Um, Alpine Valley was the place. Right, yeah, it wasn't too far. And it, yeah, it wasn't that far away. Whereas up here, it seems like it's a little farther away. And I don't know, it doesn't seem like I've, since I've been up here, I've heard too much yeah. advertised. But I mean, it kind of looks like they are still doing shows. Yep, right? I was going to say your show schedule and venue information right here. Yeah, I got Rage Against the Machine coming up in oh, July. And well, yeah, we could too. go relive Tommy's youth, man. There we go. That would be fun. I'm too old for that. Get but that's money. it. Those are the only two events that are planned. Is Wait, that what was the other one? one? This 2022 season, season tickets. tickets. And I click on they that. don't have anything yeah. there. So VIP like parking, book private them. entrance, exclusive VIP club access, and yeah, prime so locations far. and seats. So that it's just like a the like the VIP ticket. Yeah, thing, basically, exclusive VIP club access. Yeah, for the one show that's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Rage is pretty cool, though. Yeah, I like, mean, the Rage, and like they pull in. One thing about Rage is, I know when they when they were going back out there for a tour, like their tickets were like phenomenal. Like it was insane the amount they were. Yeah, going I for. think they were. Well, they were. Yeah, fuck the man, right? Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there was a lot of that that was said. You know, the I think, I think they were. Putting part of that money toward the towards charitable stuff. thing. Too. Yeah, yeah. I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure that's what. Yeah, I mean. and I don't really think that those guys. I don't know. It's one thing that I know that lead singer. He was very adamant on that that he wanted. Yeah, you know, the band to go a certain direction with things. Oh yeah, I don't want all the Rage Against Machine fans hating on me now. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> well, like all the new politicians. Yeah. And shit. yeah. That's what. <laughs> I really think that uh, they're a band that is held up, definitely. I mean, you can still listen to some. My dad, I remember, used to always say, they just repeat the same thing over and over again. And after I listen to it, I'm like, he's right. But <laughs> if you say the right thing, you can repeat it over and over again and just have that Fuck energy. No, don't do what you tell yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> when you're clear and direct, you don't have to use so many words. Exactly. Re- repeat 48 times. Yeah. So uh, what got you started in art? Like, what made you really, uh, like, look detention at Detention hall. Yeah, detention hall. <laughs> so, like, you were in detention hall quite a bit as a uh, student. Yeah. I got, I was for the what? same way. What did they get you for a lot? Uh, boy, I don't remember. That was a Drawing penis pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like any good artist. Smoking cigarettes in the bathroom. Yeah, smoking in the boys' room. Well, not really. I didn't smoke till high school. I didn't realize how uncool I was till I got to high school and saw all the cool kids. All the cool kids, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, look at these guys. They're way cooler than me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, 
it's funny because I look back to high school. You know, everyone's always like, oh, high school. I actually had a pretty good high school. When I transferred to Menasha my junior and senior year, I had to hang out with the band kids, but I wasn't in band. and So that was always nice. Um, artistic kids, though, that I got to be around that really influenced me and some of the things that I decided to kind of do later on in life here even. But uh, do you have anything like that that you found you pull your artistic uh, influence from? Uh, a lot of, like I said before, low, more lowbrow uh, art. Uh, big Daddy. Yeah, I was a big we, fan we talk of big, about big some Daddy of the Roth and, counterculture art. Uh, yeah, cartoons were still pretty big, and Dave that's Dave uh, uh, comic book for cars, uh, cartoons for people who don't know. And there's yeah. there's there's a whole like. I don't even know what you would call it. What genre of art? Oh yeah, we were talking about the underground art scene. From yeah, right. Like, uh, like, Hate Ashbury and uh, Robert Crumb and all those. Right, and then you get like the biker, like you know, yeah, it, that uh, was very um, biker culture and, and very counterculture. There was some, there was some weird shit in those. Books. But like legitimate art forms, you know, yeah. there was legitimate like. Well, it thought and creativity and effort. Yeah, put and into was, these things. at that time it was also getting different ideas out. Yeah, and uh, that I think was very groundbreaking. Using something like art uh, more to promote ideas to the masses, you know. Yeah, sure. I mean, like when you think of like like biker culture, you don't think like. Oh yeah, I saw this cool painting represented. Yeah, right. You know, you do think of things like Easy Rider though, and I would consider that art. Right, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's there is there's other elements things to it. You know, but and then I guess before like having this conversation recently, I guess I always knew it, knew it existed, but I didn't really, I didn't pay much attention. I didn't look at it the same way, and so now to like look at it and think about that, like, yeah, it's like it's cool that somebody you know made a name and a living and and their own style out of that you know well you look at even like hunter s thompson like mm-hmm. what he did right how he just like injected himself into like a biker gang right. and wrote about his experiences and just knew that was the place to find good drugs like that's, <laughs> it's like i'm gonna hang out with these hell's angels and freaking yeah <laughs> have you ever read that book no it's, Any, either, either? I should man it's pretty wild uh I had it. I don't know if I still have it. I'll take a look. If I do, you can borrow it. It's, All right. It's worth the read. Dude, yeah. I, anything by Hunter S. Thompson. That guy I, was I'm just... I'm not sure I remember how to turn a page. I'll, right, I'll come over and read I can read it to you. Can, I, to can I just scroll my finger down <laughs> we'll just, the book? Yeah. Travis and I'll sit down here one night, and I'll just read the book and record it, and then you can listen oh, to it. Oh, that would be awesome. Ooh, we, we can, can do that. <laughs> we can start, start reading doing, books. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> There's a new uh, endeavor we, we can call it re-re-reading. Is that socially acceptable? I don't or know. Not? I'm okay. I'm okay with it. I don't care. <laughs> you know, I feel like a few people would be asses. like, normally that's I'd be what, offended, but that's clever. That's and what, yeah, that's <laughs> pretty funny. So I'm going to go ahead and give it a shot. That's, <laughs> that's the thing. If you, if you can, it's not pun, like, I don't see it as a punching down thing. It's so clever. There's no fucking way. It's not an insult. No. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, I'd be like, uh, uh, 
Uh, yeah, where, where was I? Yeah, right. Like, wait, wait. Oh shit! I, I should uh, probably not sounding out words. Cat, cato, cato, strophe, strophe, cato, the boy walk to the cato strophe. <laughs> I wonder I if they've ever. Here. I wonder if they've ever had that when they've like actually had someone reading like one of those. And they're recording like Leonard Nimoy is nailing it until he gets to a word he just doesn't know how to pronounce. Until he turns into a third grader. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe just stick to Pete the Cat. That's what. Okay. Yeah, Pete the Cat's <laughs> not, a good one. Not a lot of big words. Yeah, that one's a good one. Who the fuck took my muffins? <laughs> <laughs> I used to know. Motherfucker. <laughs> um, in a people house, I could probably do that by heart. That was one my daughter really liked reading to her and stuff. But I remember uh, later on in life, I actually, just knowing that one by heart, it's, uh, yeah. Are you guys are all looking at me like I should just do it now? You definitely do it. Wow. <laughs> Why? Oh, come on. I, I sat back on three occasions tonight. <laughs> Let's you hear from <laughs> Don't read me a book. I'm going to read you a That's book. That's why it's a children's book. It's so beautiful. All right. Anyways, in a people house, you should check it out. It's by Theola Sage, who's actually uh, Dr. Seuss. That was just his like early writing name he did. He went by a couple different names, but Theola Sage was one of them. What's his real name? I don't remember Theodore what it was. It's, it's actually it like close to no? Theola Sage. I think Sage. it's Theodore Geisel. <laughs> yeah, it's like close. Like it's he only doctored his name a little bit for Theola uh, Sage. I know. You should look up Doctor Seuss and all aliases. Yeah, or would it be Alii? Alii. <laughs> can you, still, can you still look him up, or did they That's cancel right. him because he drew a Chinese guy? Yeah, <laughs> that was. That was some yeah, like, like Walt Disney wasn't worse than that. Oh, dude, and the thing is, like, but I like the way Disney handles it. He was drawing little so, like, twelve-year-old. Disney girls. doesn't remove the content. Disney keeps the content in its entirety and gives you a warning at the beginning. Hey, we were kind of stupid back at this time. We didn't know that this was racist. Hey, we were we obviously realized. Yeah, like we we realize it's bad now, and like, but we don't want to like you know take away from that. So, movies like uh, Dumbo. Where they had like the crows and like, and I loved the crows growing up as a kid. I thought that was like one of the coolest things. And I don't think it's like, I, looking back at it, I can see where it seems, you know what I mean? Like highly. Do you remember watching Fantasia when you were a kid? Yeah. Yep. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. That shit fucked me up when I was a kid. Yeah. I was like, what is this? this <laughs> but then after I found uh acid <laughs> really it changed the whole dynamic sense. and uh now i really appreciate it for all it's yeah <laughs> fantasia is pretty good and then they did fantasia 2000 no. that was uh when it read re- it wasn't as good but like the original fantasia the book was better the book was better <laughs> <laughs> i think fantasia gave me a fetish for very large women in tutus that's what, <laughs> doing ballet Ooh. it got me hooked on brooms that's what, <laughs> but only if we can dance dancing circles around you yeah there was hey what do you guys want to hand me one of those dishes that's what, <laughs> buckets of water <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Dr. Seuss, right? His real name is Theodore Seuss Geisel. Geisel? Geisel. G-E-I-S-E-L. So his middle and, name is Seuss? Yeah, his middle name is Seuss. 
And he used several pen names, including Theo Lysbert, Lysage, L-E... Theo Lesage. Theo Lesage. Yeah, that's the one. That's it's a soft G. That was the one that he wrote under for Interpeople. Which is his last name spelled backwards. Yeah. Oh, is it really? Yep. What was his last name? His last name is G-E-I-S-E. Oh, okay. All right. So. Oh. It sounds better backwards. Yeah, it, well, yeah, it sounds. That's, I always pronounce it French because it sounds French. The sage, you know what I mean? <laughs> like maybe it's not pronounced that way. I just assumed it was because it looks very French. <laughs> yeah, it's so worldly, Ross. I know. <laughs> so his other pen name, Rosetta Stone. Uh, apparently, Rosetta Stone. I've seen that out there. And then uh, Theophrastus Seuss. Theophrastus. Phrastus Seuss, T H E O P H R A S T U S, Seuss. Seuss. Theophrastus. Was he actually a doctor? That's just a bunch of letters. And of course, Dr. Seuss. And then there's this other thing I found here that's like his nickname was the Kaiser. The Kaiser? The Kaiser, I guess, yeah. What is it? I've never heard that in my life. Let's figure out what a Kaiser is. Kaiser. Yeah, we're gonna figure out if it's cool like, nickname uh, or leader not. of Germany. Yeah, yeah I, I was gonna say it's German. I know yeah, that. Yeah, that does sound like okay. Kaiser. Uh, yeah, it's like you guys. The, it's uh, a Dr. Seuss and I was gonna say it's like a <laughs> yeah. It's a roll. No, yeah. that's not a Kaiser. That's a, Ka- yeah, it's a Kaiser roll. Kaiser, Kaiser roll. roll. Okay, you're right. <laughs> Weird. I know. <laughs> German for Middle High German Kaiser Emperor. From the Latin imperial title oh, Caesar. So this must have been the role. So he, he was liked. just a bossy asshole to work for, so they nicknamed him that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Was he actually a doctor? That's an, that's another great question. Yeah, so they paid me the big bucks to sit I here. don't think he would have been a real doctor. But who knows? Why? Because Dr. Dre isn't? No. Dr. Dre is not a real oh, doctor. He, he Dr. Dre is he not? Is a, he is a real doctor. He is he a, really? Did he he got his uh, PhD yeah. in philosophy, actually. Oh, did he really? Yeah. So he um, could be actually Dr. Dre. That's smart. Yeah. It's Professor he, he, he Dre. <laughs> Professor, <laughs> Professor Dre. Professor Dre. Professor Dre. It's, I actually, I remember when. So are you Googling doctors that aren't actually doctors? <laughs> 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 Are you certain? Yeah, I know. It's doc- Dr. Und- Oz. Undoctors? Dr. Oz. I've listened to a lot of his advice. Is he a real doctor? It says doctors that aren't really doctors. Every doctor on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a doctor, well, this but is I the, play one on TV. He was not a doctor. Or he was, uh, instead of... He, they lied to us. Probably known as Dr. Seuss wasn't a real doctor. Instead, he used the horrific... Or honorific, horrific. <laughs> oh, horrific. No, I feel just making fun of me. Honorific doctor. Order to appease his father who expected him to study medicine. So he just told his dad he was a doctor? His dad's <laughs> yeah. Guy. Okay, cool. And he's oh, like, well, shit. I'm off to do doctor things. And then he went and wrote wacky, goofy-ass books. He wrote freestyle slam slam poetry. I'm pretty sure he had like a mistress and shit too towards the end of his wife's life when she had cancer. Is that why everybody hated him? Yeah, there was a whole. Well, there was was a lot of. Was it the time period correct drawings? Yeah. (laughs) I know he drew some frowned upon pictures of Chinese people. Yeah. Thing is, how were Chinese people drawing us at the time? We were. They still, like, Does anybody question uh, that? Hey, you drew us looking all white. Light. 
Yeah, wide eyed, like really wide big eyed. eyes, really big eyes. Oh, everybody's fat, every like, person. Yeah, <laughs> just extremely fat. This hurts because it's true. It's what look <laughs> on their face. <laughs> Tired, e- eating a turkey leg, <laughs> eating a turkey leg, calling a lawyer on a cell phone. <laughs> Actually, there was a, uh, I forget what the guy's name was, but the movie was Spirited Away. Where two of the adults oh, actually pigged out. Name. What's his name? Um, he, they he pigged was... out and became actual pigs, but they were just eating and were fat. Like yeah, a, yeah. Kaya Miyazaki. Like, yeah, Miyazaki. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. yeah, the most Americanized like uh, anime you can watch. Yeah, his uh, his story prem- Miyazaki Hi-yow. premises premises are really good. Yeah, yep. uh, there's always a really like underlying yeah cool underlying thing about message. It. Yeah, it, you know it's pretty clear unless you're an idiot. Yeah, what his message is, but it's it's cool because every piece of the film like uh-huh. re- is representative. <laughs> I know you won't watch it. He only it's, wa- do you know here only watches Perry Mason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lately, I've been on a manix kick too. Yeah, and, and he just got really lazy because the they go on marathons. So he's meals for wheels like three times an episode. <laughs> and Renegade, Dino's also into Renegade. Uh, that was just on. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I thought you would appreciate. We all that have as guilty biker, pleasures. So you know? I left it on. I'm like, oh, this looks like something. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this? This is not Roadhouse. <laughs> Turn this shit off. What did, what did I call it? The homo biker. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor so Seuss next? actually originally went by Soyus. Soyce? Soyce. Soy sauce. S O Y C E. He changed soy it sauce. to rhyme with rejoice. Rejoice. Seuss. Soy. Seuss. Rejoice. Rejoice. Seuss. I don't even see how. No, Soyce. 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 Soyce is Joyce. Soyce. So we've been Soyce saying it wrong Soyce. all these years. Soyce. Soyce. <laughs> so. Have we Mom's all been spaghetti. saying it wrong all these years? I, I guess. I, I I don't know. I really don't know. So sounds, sounds like that little mouse in the cartoon from the 30s. Noise. Noise. So speaking of Mom's Spaghetti, I heard that thrown out there. Yeah. Did you hear that Eminem yep. actually opened up like a Mom's Spaghetti? Yeah, yeah. the first day he was yeah. there like Yeah, serving. he was serving and stuff. <laughs> How cool was that? Yeah, dude? like go and get Mom's Spaghetti from Eminem himself. You ever you know what that lines from? Do you think anybody yeah, like sat sweater. down and was like, "Oh man, I got yeah. sw- I got sauce in my sweater." Like somebody had to go in there and take advantage of all the ridiculous jokes they made. Right? He was actually there serving food uh, yeah. for like the first certain amount of customers. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. Every picture I saw him in, though, sure he just kind of looked food like from Eminem. What's he know? Emotionless. He knows. Well, sounds like pretty, but he owns the copyright to Mom's. Yeah, yeah. Like Mom's spaghetti <laughs> is now Eminem's. Like that's. He's <laughs> like, you know what? He's Dude, just, <laughs> friends, buddy. He's like, and, man, I gotta go home and get some of my mom's spaghetti. And he's like, I'm gonna make that a thing. <laughs> so like. I'll make that a whole ass brand. <laughs> so what I love is like the pictures of him, like when he's handing the shit out, he looks like just Eminem still, yeah. like piss the fuck off. <laughs> like, yeah. The guy, like, it's just mad like, that he's backwards yeah. and faster. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes full circle, right? I hate oh, my life. He's like, man, I remember twenty years ago when I was like, man, I'm gonna own this bitch one day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Mom's Spaghetti. Can I take your order? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Don't open up. <laughs> I'm 
Ralph. <laughs> yeah, everyone. <laughs> Hi, my name is Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> so what else? What else we got? Got the else. This whole episode is going to sound like I'm five feet away from my microphone. Because I've been talking like this the whole time. Yeah, like leaning into it and stuff. It's pretty clear. Mine's, yeah, it, it's amazing how clear, like, because when we, we listen to but it, it's, it's a lot. Really good. It's a lot cleaner like this, though. Yeah. So it's not as, like, whatever. Anyway. It's not as much. Oomph. So Dino is pretty, like, uh, new to, like, putting his art out there. It took me a good six months to convince him that it was even art. He just thought it was, like, doing things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure uh, it's art. It's and it's uh, shit. took a while to grease the wheels, but we're hoping that this is a good like starting point to launch his, you know, ability to start showing people stuff. Um, yeah, appreciate the uh, opportunity to come over here and talk. I figured yeah, thanks it, for talking with for us. For you guys, talk. it was like mailing it in. I don't, who are we going to have? I don't know. There's a dude like next door. <laughs> Done. Check it out. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> and really, this was like, like I was saying before, this was kind of like us just sitting around talking anyways. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's right where I knew like we were going to have a pretty decent episode talking to you because – just sitting in your garage and looking at your stuff. This guy's got an ashtray that flushes. <laughs> like, For this real. This shit is cool as hell, man. <laughs> like, you press the button and it just flushes the ashes down. Like, I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. I quit for, like, oh, five here months. Here goes with that elitist. Yeah. Yeah. Get over yourself, cross-trainer. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> let me just talk a little bit about how like cigarettes down here. Go, Pendleton. <laughs> Pendleton. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> no, but it's just cool as so, hell. Like the, all these old bikes and stuff. To uh, the f bomb, um, uh, we got pictures that'll be on the website of uh, his stuff. And and to see things that like were at one time like common, right? Like, it was yeah. common to smoke fucking everywhere. Yep. You know, and so there's ashtrays everywhere. So that's what was popular. Like to, to have like cool looking ashtrays. Where now. Right. It's frowned upon. The ashtray you see in every car is that cup ashtray that whoever the fucking better yeah, right. is probably like making out like a bandit. Captain and good for them. Good for them for ashtray. going green. Yeah. The 99 cent switch. Exactly. Like it's cheap. Like, nine, like you say, a 99 cent freaking cup holder freaking ashtray. Things just had a lot of lot more style. Yeah, they and, did. And they were well, built differently, right? Yeah, That's well, one thing yeah. I've noticed about a lot of stuff you have. Like well, some of the lasted. older toys and the older models and stuff, like the metal trucks. Yeah. You know, wh- how old would you say those ones on your wall are? Uh, 50s. Early so 50s, so like right 50s after. 50s and World 60s, yeah. Yeah, like things were made out of different materials. I mean, you could. They were made with the intention of lasting. Yeah. And you can see that. You know, there's. I mean, you could fuck few. your kid brother up if you slump, smacked him with one of those trucks. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, it's cool to just like it's cool. To, you don't go everywhere and see that like blast from the yeah. past. You don't. You don't see that often enough to like appreciate it. Yeah. Right? And all that, you know, that's well, I'm older than you guys, but that's just picking up stuff here and there from years of. Just picking stuff up. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Collecting it. Yeah. And as a collector myself, I collect all sorts of random stuff. And it's funny how you say, you know, like, whatever kind of folks you're fancy when you see it. Like, hey, I think that's cool as hell. I want I want that. 
I want to display it somewhere or, you know, do something with it. And you find yourself doing it. I think that in and of itself can be uh, an art or, um, yeah, or you can just be a hoarder and yeah. just like save some. Yeah, I get like, some of that. Too. Collect <laughs> a bunch of stuff, but it, like you have a huge have, collection of yeah, coats in your you business. You know exactly what you like, everything means to you. And, <laughs> and you're not willing to show it to anybody. No, <laughs> no, but like you were saying, I think um, some of that shit like that, there's a bike hanging on the wall from 1936. It's all. Yeah, things cool as hell. Uh, it's still got weeds hanging through the spokes and stuff. Yeah. And uh, But to me, that that's beautiful. That's yeah. art, man. Yep. I, I look at that, and I think it's beautiful the way it is. Well, they build like stuff so cool back rusty, then. Rusty patinaed car. Or yep. Right, and, and even rods. all the way up to your car and your, your camper combo. Oh, yeah, we didn't mention that. Yeah, what year is that? 62. Uh, Ford Fairlane 500 and a Shasta. What year is the Shasta? Same year? They're both 62, yeah. Nice. Same, like, painted the same color scheme and matching. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it is cool. It's a, I mean, it's a really retro thing. Yeah. You know, that was a big market marketing aspect of that stuff back when they first came out. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, old stuff. Yeah. So no, yeah. it's yeah. <laughs> so how do you, how do you know where to draw the line when you're like, Ma, maybe I shouldn't get this cool metal sign from 1956 because uh, uh, usually if it costs more than <laughs> that's, dollar that's, that's like the first, the first. Oh, this place. is free. I'll take it. <laughs> laying on the side of the road or in a dumpster. Yeah, that look. But good. that's cool. That's cool that things get a second chance of being appreciated yeah, for what they are. True. You know. Some estate sales, shit like that, and just well, that's uh, so cool. Like, and just the culture from that too. Like, I grew up like my grandpa bringing me to like thrift shops and uh, estate sales, appreciating sales. things yeah. after yeah. people have gotten their, exactly. their use out of them. Um, collecting records. I remember my grandpa had a lot of records. That man has a huge record collection, and I remember helping him build it. And like, I mean, he was looking for stuff that, looking at it now, it's it's worth some money. Yeah, right. And like it, but it's cool as hell. He's got it, you know. And uh, he knew what the hell he was looking for with some of the stuff. But I know uh, a lot of it. We were just like rummaging through junk. Yeah. But it was fun. You did find beauty and stuff. I I would get an old like mixer or a couple. Yeah, you could find some gems. Right? Yeah, like, just like this old. Mi- I remember hooking this mixer up to like a tape cassette, and like I could play music through it. But then also like go over like a radio, yeah, okay, and like then put that, that on a cassette first, tape. Like, exposure to yeah, so like I remember, it. yeah, doing that, and I thought that was so much fun. Just like oh, next we have Blink One Eighty Twos, you know, blah blah blah, <laughs> and little, uh, little Rossi talking to an imaginary Tommy. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I was already preparing for this back then. Well, actually, you guys knew each other That's back cute. then. Um, I think we, uh, I was first eighteen I, when I met Ross. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was younger. I was still in high school yet, but I remember seeing your band jam out. I was in the skateboarding crowd. Snot nose yeah. punk when I when I met. Yeah, him. I was going to shows that definitely uh, they they shaped a lot of me, me at that time too. It's, you I contributed to his delinquency. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to get into. That's why <laughs> here. No, and there's. You know, I look back at some of that stuff, too. That was such a cool scene, like, going uh, to uh, even at uh, Clovis Grove over there. Yeah, definitely. It definitely, uh, 
I don't know. It was definitely a good time. It was, I think, seven years. Yeah. The longest I've been in anything. Hey, uh, Dean, going back to uh, your models and stuff, uh, like, when you decide, like, where you're going to start, the I've noticed, like, the foundation of them all is you use a drawer, right? Like, so oh, far, yeah, that's what you've done? Them, a lot of them lately, yeah. I, uh, I work at a school, and um, we recently, well, within the last couple of years, we got a lot of new teacher desks. So I had to get rid of a lot of old wooden desks. And, man, I was trying to give the things away. Yeah. Eventually, I hated to throw them out, but eventually I got rid of a few of them, but I kept all the wooden drawers because I'm not sure why. When you, when you, <laughs> <laughs> man, it's like most of my life is that, that answer. Uh, it's just one of them things where you see it and you're like, oh, I'm so going to do something with that. You didn't know what you were going to do with it. No. Just, I figured I'd do something. I got the one. One's in my garage with the jarts in it. And yeah, right. The one turned into that shop. And um, actually, one one sitting at my shop at work right now, um, I made that little coffin. The kids have a Halloween carnival each year, and uh, I try to come up with some sort of new game or, you know. Yeah. Basically, it's all some variation of what are they going to throw beanbags at now. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, and I made a little coffin, and you hit the uh, tombstone with a beanbag or whatever, and it kind of flips backwards, and the lid pops open. And That's cool. i got to put a little stuffed thing on a spring in there. But, was uh, Ross, Ross going to pop up? Yeah. Yeah. No, actually, I, I saw something at the Dollar <laughs> General the other day, and I, I'm like, yeah, that'll do. Yeah. <laughs> For a dollar. I don't have to screw around anymore. See, yeah, and, and you don't get bothered by your uh, perfectionist part of your brain. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that's good. That's yeah, good right kid, there. Kids Where are going to throw fucking be. bean bags at it, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Fake it, too. So would you, would you, would you think it would be correct to call them, like, some form of diorama? Oh, the ones at the over in the house? Yeah, yeah. the ones you yeah. made. Yeah, that's definitely a diorama. Do you think it maybe it's like a, a a modern twist on a classic like era of diorama? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of a greaser twist. No, thank you. Yeah, um, it's definitely unique. You know, I don't think there's too many people, at least that I have seen, uh, that are doing that. And so, for someone to put that much effort into it and that amount of detail and time and patience and see it through it's pretty cool you know like even down to getting the the period correct american flag that you hung on you know oh, it's yeah. those subtle details that really come together and make it such a cool thing to look at thanks <laughs> i think it's just what old men do <laughs> trying to be so quiet over there just, How you, fucking slow are you gonna open the beer? Ross, just you, rip the beer. You, you can hand me that dude. bag of Doritos and open it for me as well. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet, now can you chew them? 
<laughs> hold on, hold on. Let's get another good conversation going first. No, that's why I, I waited until I knew the conversation was at its wraps. But I was like, okay, I'm gonna open this slowly, just slowly, and then finally I'm like, all right, here it is. Crack it open. At first, I was like, shit. Is he actually moving that slow? <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I'm good. It was him. <laughs> really slow. <laughs> well, anything else you guys want to talk about? Yeah, this amber beer from Bare Bones is amazing. Yeah, you didn't it really go really into good. your thoughts yeah, on it. What, <laughs> I actually do. Now like you've had some lot. time to like. Yeah, like it's like even though it does have a bitter taste, um, it definitely is. It's got a good punch to it. I like it. I'm not gonna lie. That's what I finished most of it. Uh, the bitterness at the end just wasn't doing it for me. But yeah. I think I think we, it, it's something that can be paired really well with with food. Yeah, like uh, a burger. Yeah, I think that bitterness will like it'll it'll complement certain things. Yeah, and it's not too heavy of a beer or nothing. Yeah, not at all. Uh, yeah, I get it, but with a pizza. Yeah. Yep. I hear what you're saying. It's not a standalone beer. I know the. Uh, I tried the IPA before too. Um, that that was pretty good. Yeah, that what's, was less what's bitter that than one? the, the IPA. Is, is it was less name. bitter? Yeah, the IPA. What yeah, is the IBU on that? Yeah, you what, should create a scale for it's that. It's called Shart's <laughs> Phase. Shart's Phase. Shart's Phase. It's the Shart's Phase. That sounds disgusting. Char phase. The char phase. Uh, hazy, juicy. It was just a night, not a New phase. England IPA. <laughs> hazy, juicy shirt. <laughs> What's the IBU on that bitch? The uh, ABV is 6.4%, and the IBU is 33. So, so it says it's, it's higher, but Travis. What's the lookup IBU scale? His better half say that it's. Not the higher it is, maybe the more bitter it is. I would think it's like metal gauge. Yeah, this is also from Bare Bones. Um, what Char, is it actually called? Char Phase, S H A R, um, dash. Are you sure it's not Char Phase? It's S H A R Char Phase. Oh, my bad. Dash P, exclamation point H A Z E. Oh, not exclamation point. What am I talking about? <laughs> Wow, you really painted a perfect. Yes, I know. <laughs> We're doing great here. Yeah. Good research, space. guys. So, what? Do you, what would you say about that beer, Ross? I think it's cool and fresh. Good. No, That's um, an excellent review. No, video. actually, it's uh, it's pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, I feel like it's uh, another one of those. It's got a little bit of bitterness to it, but. Like goes good with food, and that's exactly what I drank. I drank it when I ate um, some tacos I got from HelloFresh, which actually is really cool. I'm glad I'm doing that. For those of you that don't know what HelloFresh is, it's just one of those places that send you food, and you have, uh, and they're not sponsoring this by any means. I'm just a lazy person that doesn't want to go shopping, <laughs> and I'm willing to pay money. To have people ship shit to me. It's not so, COVID. I'm just sick. Yeah, of I'm just society. sick of people. <laughs> I kind of want to be around them. Fuck the world. <laughs> How long have you been doing HelloFresh? Um, for a few weeks now. It's really good. Do you feel like you're eating better? Yeah, a lot better. I've been losing weight actually, and just kind of for drinking all these IPAs. Yeah, that's what. So now I'm <laughs> making up for uh, drinking all these IPAs and <laughs> eating Buster Bars at night. Two at a pop, one in each hand, double fist in it. Would you would you say do you think it's a problem? 
I think an, I have an a addiction. Or? I, I might have a little bit of an addiction to Buster bars. They're really good though. You guys ever had them? What are they? Dairy Queen Buster bars. Mm-hmm. Buster bars. They're a bit. They're a bit too much for me. I yeah. haven't. I haven't tried. Yeah, like caramel in the inside of them. Oh, Definitely couldn't. They're like hot chocolate. Yeah. Fucking hungry. Like, when we quit talking about food, yeah, I could use a piece of pizza the, or six. Well, uh, but I'd be used Papa June. Apparently, twenty to forty-five is bitterness. Like, and then anything higher um, is really bitter. So the okay. higher the number goes up, uh, the more bitter. The more bitter it is. But it's like twenty but to forty-five start, isn't yeah, too bad. Yeah, yeah, that's like the starting range. And then yeah, past that it's real bitter. So. I'll tell you what I made a beer. It's and nice to ask these questions fuck. and find out the answers. Yeah, because when Ross and I had to do this, it was like, I don't know. We'll probably never know. We'll probably never know. <laughs> Mo- moving on. <laughs> One of us might look it up. Good question. Then, yeah. Guess we'll never know. <laughs> well, because then we can continue on with the conversation and then like <laughs> moving on. It's nice. Yeah, I, if you guys like this, setup, I, I didn't learn speak so out, much. Let us know because it's definitely something new for us to have someone managing the sound now for us and. Yeah, and new think, area, new new start to this, a fresh, uh, pumping some fresh blood into it. Yeah, definitely so, yeah. new approach. Uh, yep. Yep. <laughs> it's, 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 it's what uh, we're yeah. doing. Yep. <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, it's the like, king of the hill. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, is there anything that you want to put out there? Oh, uh, he doesn't really have like social media yeah. or website or anything like that. So we ha- we're going to have it available on our website. You can check it out. And if you do have any questions, feel free to message us. We're uh, available to talk anytime. If you got something going, Ross on. is not. He's really busy. I'm not. Yeah, I'm really busy. It won't be me. So I, I'm acting this out. We outsource that to people. Yeah, it, we outsource it actually uh, to uh, Alta <laughs> Resources. Yeah, I know. That's what <laughs> you can't say that. That's well, politically incorrect. That's right. <laughs> you go to the no such thing as our Facebook page and give us a like. Gizzard like Johnny Appleseed of the New Age. Right. Yeah, we're doing some shit. We're doing some shit. <laughs> All, right. All right. I guess that's it for us today. Yeah. Um it was really nice having you on. Really we're nice talking and Creating content regularly on yeah. a weekly basis. And we, not all of us will be able to be here all the time, so. Nobody cares about us. Yeah, I know. I, it's I'm just be, kidding. We're just going to film me. I won't be here sometimes, else. too. As a, yeah. No, I think, yeah, that's right. You have, like, one or two of them, too. But we, got, we have some really good uh, co-hosts that are going to be coming on. and A uh, couple past guests. A couple past guests that I feel like we're Friends really. Friends of the show. Yep. <laughs> really good, too, on the um, good episodes. So. When you hear them, you can go back and actually listen to their episodes. If anybody has a thing they want to ask um, or questions they'd want to hear from our host, just uh, go to the Facebook page. No oh, yeah, we art. do have social medias and stuff. Drop a comment, yeah. send That's a message. Do, do those <laughs> tall handlebars make your arms tired? Is it? <laughs> no, just giving people the bird. <laughs> Dude, it's the second time I've heard you say that. <laughs> Because it's awesome every time. <laughs> We've talked about people asking yeah, them that. That's funny. Because when he came and brought me some shit when I was DJing a wedding, some dude asked him that, came out and was already like half lit up like in the middle of the day. <laughs> Fucking goes to Tommy and is like, how did not your arms tired with those you know, handlebars? With the apex. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, you don't get, just get tired from flipping people the bird. <laughs> You're tired of assholes asking me a dumb question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, yeah, shoot us a message or whatever if you want to hear anything specific on the show or have any ideas, uh, guests that you would like to have on. And um, artists that you can put artists, us in touch with. Yeah, exactly. People that would like an opportunity to I mean, get some exposure and put what they're creating out there. Yeah, and I, I feel like we, we have a, a good list going ourselves of people we're going to have coming up here I'm really excited about and should be uh, fun to see what this next adventure brings. So thanks for listening and have a good one. Later. No such thing as art.